Hi, I'm Dan. And I'm Zach. And we are Fiery Friends. Friends. And we're here for episode three. Yeah, let's go. It's going to be a good one. And Dan has no idea what we're about to talk about. No clue. But I do know that our little cold this week is Elizabeth. Hello. You. <laughs> <laughs> Yes? yes, she has a voice, and she it works. has yes. a voice, and it's working real good. Amen. Amen. Yes. So you are the second little coal. Do you know what that means? No. Well, Dan, why don't you tell her? Uh, a little goal, uh, a little coal on Fiery Friends is simply someone who helps stoke our fire. Oh. So yeah. we're, we're pretty fiery on our own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But sometimes yeah. we like to bring in an extra little coal just to make the fire grow. <laughs> to make it, it bigger, more passion. And that's mm-hmm. me. Exactly. You That's you. Bringing perfect. the passion up for yes. today's topic. Yes. So Dan, what do you think we're going to talk about today that I brought in this little coal to help us talk about? It's true. This little coal has many excellent passions. I was thinking possibly, maybe, maybe <laughs> it could be about. I mean, we, we all like the theater. And acting and performing in the arts. <laughs> we all like the we, arts. We all yes. like those things. Arts yes. are great. And music. And music. Is a very passionate You're getting thing. colder from the yeah, top. Yeah, we all know about it. But what I was thinking is that it could be about our collective passion for... <laughs> our collective passion for... For... Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> I mean, I do love I mean, Jesus amen. Christ, our Lord and Savior. <laughs> we'll probably do a future episode about oh, that. Oh, I know. Elizabeth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you guys were here, we were just at Dan's house, and they were just going. Like, Dan and Elizabeth were just talking for, like, an hour about everything Jesus has done. It was so good. <laughs> so good. Yeah, we wish we could have got that on audio, but that will be for another day. Exactly. But you were kind of on the right track with theatrics and... Mm-hmm. And um, music. There's music in it. Movie. It's a movie. It's a movie. The movie, which is titled Home Alone. <laughs> <laughs> and you're still cold. <laughs> you were there, and then you were not. Yeah. Okay. I think we're just gonna tell you. Actually, I'll give you a hint. It's a movie that recently had an anniversary. Oh, I don't pay attention to anniversaries. <laughs> <laughs> well, your wife's not gonna like that. No, I pay attention to one. Just that one. <laughs> so I put that in my phone. Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Gotta have that reminder. Yes. Right. yes. Well, it's a ten-year anniversary for Forrest Gump. Yes. Life is like a box of chocolates. Jenny, you never know. Jenny, Lieutenant Dan, ice cream. I'm sorry. It's not. It's not. This movie's not like a box of chocolates. But it is. The passion. I love the passion. It's about ten years. That feels kind of right, actually. Ooh. Is that only 10 years old? I feel I like that's know. older. Oh, it's older. I don't know. I feel like it's 2009. I just remember. So, when you fact check that. <laughs> I just remember the one time I watched it, I cried and hugged a giant stuffed dinosaur and fell asleep. It was so <laughs> depressing. <laughs> yeah. The first time I watched it for some reason, it was at youth group and they had snacks. Mm. Oh. It's not a snacks movie yeah. it's not i don't think so but, but so we're not talking about it yes <laughs> we're gonna talk about a movie where you can't eat snacks and oh, that yes. movie is 
I love Tangled. I love yeah, Tangled. It's true. Y'all do love Tangled. Who doesn't love Tangled? Whoa. I know way too much about Tangled. Me you too. do? Honestly, same. I was like, I was trying to make it like a trivia game for like all of you, for you two to play and see who knows more about Tangled. But then I like realized we all know too much. Yeah. <laughs> it would be too boring. Yeah. <laughs> honestly. In preparation for this, it's so funny because right before Zach texted me saying, we're going to do this, I um, was at a prophetic night and I got a word for Allie Mm. that was a scene from Tangled, which I don't get scenes ever, but then he said, okay, we're going to do, do you want to come and do Fiery Friends on Tangled? And I was like... Yes. I know. The alignment with the timing the, was just the timing <laughs> and everything. And then someone from my youth group who like doesn't usually talk to me, she said she told me, she went up to me and said, When you sing you sound like Rapunzel. What? And I was like, Wow <laughs> It was fate. This podcast so, was meant to be. This podcast was meant to be. It is Whoa. blessed. Yes, it's, it's a, a pre-blessed very, podcast. Pre-blessed. Very, very pre-blessed. But yeah, so I wanted to do a podcast about Tangled because it's the 10-year anniversary of this amazing movie Whoa. that has just just taken the hearts of many and inspired yes. people all around the world with so much joy. And Everyone so, except for Steve. Steve, yeah, we have a friend <laughs> named Steve that needs to watch Tangled. He hasn't watched Tangled? Yep, yeah, I, I know. know how he has. That's, yeah, that's we were not like, I don't know how you have watched Tangled. It made us so man. sad. I was like, we need to watch it right now. He's like, I don't know Wi-Fi yet. I'm like, no. Yeah, I was gonna. I was thinking about trying to do that like before this podcast, so you would like have had watched it recently, so you would be prepared. But oh, it's always been watched. It's it's yes. in your head. Okay, good, because I have a surprise for you. Oh, what we're gonna do? Oh. So I. I'm a man of preparation. It's true. So I have notes. <laughs> All the notes about Tangled right here in front of me. But. Wait, there's two pages. Oh, it's a oh, long movie. Yes. <laughs> but you see, Dan, you don't have notes. No. And we need you to participate. Good. And so here's what we're going to do. Okay. Is we are going to have you retell the story of Tangled for our viewers. And I'll fill in the blanks <laughs> as we go. And we'll just reminisce about the goodness of this ten-year-old movie and all of its highlights. Are you ready? Yes. <laughs> so how does the movie start? We set the stage. It all begins. It was darkness. <laughs> Specifically dark rocks. There was darkness. There is a king and a queen and a baby and all is well. Life is good. They are smiling. I remember them smiling (laughs) and they were looking down at this baby and we're like, we like this baby a lot. And then the king and the queen, they went to bed. Not a bad idea. You can't be going to bed when you got a nice, awesome baby. Is there anything special about the baby? Oh. Mm. No. <laughs> yeah, you really, you really missed the key yeah. plot point there. So it was funny because as I was rewatching the movie, it's interesting because the very first line of the movie is this is this the story, story of how, how I, I died. died. And the thing is, I never remember that by the time he actually <laughs> dies in the movie. Like, yeah. It's a, it's really interesting. I forgot. I forgot about that. You forgot he died. No, like I always, <laughs> like you're right. By the time it's ending, right. I forget. You that never he died. I don't remember like when he said that. They at told first. you that yeah. the whole movie, 
So the whole movie is about this special man that dies. Yeah. Well, actually, no. He says that, and then he says, no, actually, this is a happy story. It's about... It's actually it's, a pretty good It's about story. this princess or something. It's yeah. about both of those things. Whoa. I yeah. But the thing that. is, like, they spoiled the story in the first sentence, but you don't even realize you don't know by the time so you get there. True. That's wow, it's so genius. Yeah, it just goes over your head because it's just said so quickly. I know. That's, what, oh. that's one of the things I really love about the beginning of the movie. Um, and I just think the movie really has a good job with exposition as I was watching it last mm-hmm. night. Like, um, not only does it introduce that really well, but then Eugene, or Flynn Rider, whatever. Flynn Rider. <laughs> <laughs> he sounds cooler. But he goes on to just talk about how, um, yeah, he just goes and he tells the story of the golden flower and, like, the drop of sun that falls from the mm-hmm. sky has healing powers. He tells the story? Yeah. yeah. Oh, you didn't know he was the narrator? Yeah. <laughs> So this is why I think it's good that you didn't watch it, because we can just blow your mind all over. Yes. <laughs> My mind is currently just remembering everything that I know from three seasons of the Tangle TV show. That's true, yeah. So I made Dan binge the Tangle TV show with me over the last two months, and it was one of the best experiences so ever. So good. Maybe we'll eventually do like a follow-up podcast about the series, because the series is so good, and you I've need to watch it. it. It's oh, so you have to see good. It. Oh my gosh, it's just like the movie, except like... 50 more hours worth (laughs) it's great probably not that many hours maybe like 25 yeah I know it's good Mm -hmm. yeah and you can just skip all the filler episodes like we did yeah (laughs) (laughs) but anyways back to the movie so he talks about the golden flower that falls from the sky um and then there's this old lady right this hag Mm -hmm. that goes out to the flower to heal herself because she wants to live forever um, but the old lady is distraught because one day the uh, king's wife is dying, right? Um, and, and pregnant. And pregnant. Those are both important. Yes. Pregnant <laughs> and dying. Pregnant. That should be the name of the movie. Pregnant, pregnant and, and dying. Honestly, Tangled is never said in the entire movie. So the, 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 That's true. It's kind of a strange And her hair name. isn't even Tangled. Yeah, it never tangles. It's always free-flowing. Yeah. Which makes no sense. It doesn't make any sense, but... Like, I feel like her tangle, her hair would be like... Hmm. tangled have leaves everywhere and like okay so maybe by the end of this podcast we need to come up with a new name for tangled so just keep that in mind as yes. we go through the movie yeah, what tangled should we is name a it horrible instead? name for this movie <laughs> <laughs> it I love it, but it's pretty it doesn't describe it yeah no well we will find a replacement name by the end mm-hmm. get ready all right but anyways so yeah the wife is pregnant and dying and as she's pregnant and dying the king's like i gotta save my wife man and so so he goes out to the gold flower right when the old lady is trying to heal from it and um and the old lady is distraught because she's like oh no where's my flower so then the golden flower goes to the king and he uses it and makes a little potion out of it to heal his wife and it ends up coming out in the form of her baby rapunzel there's something very special about this baby. Yes. Yes. Her hair, it glows when she sings. Mm-hmm. Not just anything. She's got to sing a specific song. What is that song? Flower gleaming gloom. Let your power shine. Make the clock returns. Bring back what once was mine. What once was mine. Kind of creepy, huh? Yeah. <laughs> it's not as terrifying as the other one. No. Yeah, you should see the series. There's a death incantation. Spoiler. Yeah, <laughs> but but no. Oh. But that's that that's crazy. Yeah, seriously, the series is good. But anyways, so 
that song brings healing power. And so Mother Gothel, one day, she sneaks in the tower and she figures, oh, if I just cut off some of this hair, then I can just take it back That's home right. with me and be healed yeah. forever. Yeah, yeah, Mother was singing the song, wasn't she? Yeah, she mm-hmm. sang the song before um, before the baby was the one who had Oh, she sang the song to the flower? Yeah, she yeah. would sing the song Whoa. to the flower to be healed. But then once there was no power outside of Rapunzel singing it, she realized what she had to do. And that was steal this baby. <laughs> steal the, the baby. She needed to eat it out of the castle. And so, um, so she came in. She kidnapped the child. The king oh. and queen were distraught as their young golden flower was no more. And Gothel raised up her golden flower to believe that she was the daughter of Gothel. In an yes. abandoned tower. An abandoned tower. An iconic tower. An iconic tower. Yes. It was pretty cool. I mean, I would love to live in that tower. It's like, there's like a, there's like a waterfall falling off the side. I oh, I never true. thought about that. That's, That's like my mm-hmm. ideal place. If I was wanting to live by a waterfall. It would be so pretty. It would be really pretty. I mean, if you didn't have like the evil... If witch, you did, if you were yeah, trapped you, there, hey, yeah. if you didn't if have any superpowers, she doesn't have any use for you. Yeah, and it's like true. I'm a, I'm a vagabond. Yeah, I like your tower. Yes. You seem like a nice person. Overall, it's not so bad. But mm-hmm. anyways, so we, yeah. So that's most of the intro. Did I forget anything? Do you guys remember anything else? I think you got everything. Let me see here. Healing incantation setup. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, I also like the foreshadowing I put down here. Just like when Rapunzel's born, it shows her like looking up at her. Oh, like, looking the up sun. at the, the sun symbol <laughs> Yeah, the thing? sun symbol, yeah. which ends up being really important later. That's, mm-hmm. That's why I really like the setup of this movie is because yes. there's so many things like in that intro package that end up coming up later, like Eugene's death and like the sun's symbols. And it's just, it's really mm-hmm. well crafted and put together yes um, and also i just put baby rapunzel is super cute so <laughs> she's so <laughs> yeah cute. she's she so cute adorable. oh my goodness um, <laughs> yes so that's basically the beginning mm-hmm. and then we flash forward in time to rapunzel and she's about to have her birthday Oh, yes. birthday's coming up. Yes. And so it actually like opens up with her just like looking out the window. And she's playing hide and seek. Yeah. With her little friend. Pascal. Pascal, <laughs> Pascal is the true hero of the show. It's Honestly, true. he is pretty awesome. Mm-hmm. But so why do you think they chose a chameleon? Oh. Mm. I think that was a good choice. Rapunzel has long hair, lots of hair, extra large everything. So her friend pet needed to be mm-hmm. small. Needed to be small, yeah. To, like, to match well. Yeah, yeah. Mm. they like the the interesting, complete yeah. opposite flip. And I also mm. think in general, kids like chameleons. They're like, whoa, they blend. Yeah, like they, that's they wanted like to play a lot with the blending. Mind boggling yeah. to to people. They're like, whoa, they can be anything they want to be. <sighs> And with the tongue, the tongue is and like Rapunzel's hair. The tongue, hair. yeah. True. Yeah. They have the same quality. Oh, true. They, that's they true. both have like a really long mm-hmm. piece of their body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so they can relate on that level. Mm-hmm. Wow. So relatable. Wow. Yeah. And it's interesting. If you watch Tangled the series, you find their backstory of how they met and stuff, which is cool. Wow. But, mm. but you never find out in the movie, and you never really need to know why yeah. she has a random frog living with her. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. On that note, so after she's looking out the window and she's just saying, like, Pascal, we'll get out there someday. Like, she immediately has this very clear 
adventurous mind where she just wants to get out into the world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because she's been cooped up in a tower for years. For so freaking yes. long. And she's read all of her books again and 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 again. And, again. and it's like it's it's like all of us when we were in quarantine. Yeah, I was going to say. And I had it in my notes. Because mm-hmm, it was and it was the kingdom of Corona, too. That was the Yeah, that's the name down. of the Yes, I know, I love that, movie. yeah. I know, it's Correct. literally like this movie was prophesying about 2020, yes. 10 years ago. And it was just like, this is this will be your life. <laughs> and then like, Mother Gotham was like the government like, keeping you in your house. Yeah. <laughs> Tangled told us about Corona before it came. I know. It's crazy, that's why we love it. It told us, it told us you can't just live in your house. Go out, enjoy the world. Yes. Mm-hmm. You might think you have to live in your house, but you always want to be outside. When you get outside, it's good. It's nice. People yeah. aren't really mm-hmm. savage, yes. menacing beasts like they, they seem. Yeah, they, they all have a dream. Everyone has a dream. Oh, we will get there. Dreams. That's my face. So I love that part. Yeah, I love that part. <laughs> so good. Yeah, so anyways, I wrote down here, so that they go into the song, When Will My Life Begin? And that's like one of my favorite songs in the movie. Such a good song. But I wrote down here every single activity that Rapunzel did in quarantine in her song. And so I want you guys to vote if this was a good activity to do or a waste of time. Ooh. All right. So here we go. All right. So she starts with the chores. That's a good That's a good activity. activity. Good activity. You need yeah. to get that done. Get that okay. out of the way. Yeah. So, so, so at the beginning, she's like, all these things she's doing like right before 7.15, right? So she's sweeping the floor. Is that mm-hmm. worth it? I, I yeah, you want to clean floor. Yeah. 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 If yeah. the floor is worth sweeping, all right. get right. sweep. All right. Polish. I think it's not needed, but I think mm. you. I think it's every couple weeks. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I don't, I don't, I don't, don't want to slip. I'm not looking to fall. No, a polished floor is a, a slip worthy fall. Yeah, maybe you should. Dangerous. Don't yeah. polish it. Up. I think sweep it. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spit shine maybe. Do you wax it. Mm-hmm. Wax is next. Okay, take it what? back. Polish the floor. Don't wax. Don't it. wax. The floor. Don't, don't wax. Take it yet. All right, laundry. You do your laundry. You gotta yes. do your laundry. Gotta do, do, your laundry. do your laundry. Especially she wears the same dress like every day. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you think um, she has multiple copies of that dress? Maybe her hair like, heals her so. smell like every day. Like, because it's healing hair. So it, maybe it just heals it. I like I that. Mean, I like that. She yeah. has a wardrobe. She, she has never a wardrobe. She says shower. She does have a wardrobe. Shower isn't on the list. There was nothing in the wardrobe. There was nothing in the wardrobe. There's enough space so for maybe, a man. I think she just has one dress. And and she just, then she just washes every day because like this is like her daily routine yeah yeah it's like true she's like on youtube just like showing my morning routine like that's that's this song mm-hmm. okay okay yeah she's got her morning routine but it's in a song so it's nice mm-hmm. and yes. it, it's good and it goes step to step to step yep. but yeah yes. i think she definitely washes it says she's washing her clothes okay, she gotta when she's washing. washing clothes is she just washing her one her one dress, dress. <laughs> That is interesting. Maybe maybe the mother makes her wash all the mother's clothes. How many clothes does Mother Gotha go through in one day? As many as she wants. I don't know. (laughs) I I mean, she's obsessed with being like beautiful for her entire life. So she's probably like is every hour on the hour like an outfit change? Like, all right, let's change it up. Mm -hmm. I'm a little fresh. Got to be new. Got to be probably. I can see. Probably something. All right, let's keep going. This this is this is a long list. So mopping. Chuchi mop. I never got the whole thing of mopping. I don't get I, mopping no, either. I don't either. Every, I used to work at Subway, and like I just didn't know how to use the mop. So my, my <laughs> manager would always yell at me to be like, "You're not mopping it right," and I'd be like, "Why are we mopping it at all? It's a waste of time." <laughs> <laughs> we swept the floor. We polished it. I think we're good. No yeah. mop, and it's a sweep again. No, no, we've already sweeped. Nope. Okay, that's the on. thing. If you sweep and polish, you don't got to do anymore. All right, how about reading a book? 
Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. How about reading two books? Yeah. yeah. Reading three books. Yeah. Oh, man. She's going to read all the books. Okay, okay. How about she's adding some paintings to the walls? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sprucing that's a good... up the living space. I do think mm-hmm. painting is worth it. It's inspiring. It. Okay, you she look she plays mm-hmm. guitar. Yeah, yes. learning Honestly, that instruments. might be my favorite part. Mm-hmm. That's definitely the most important Okay, she knits. Why is she knitting if she doesn't I, have clothes? I don't know. I mean... Does it get cold in there? But knitting is just like... I know for me, like, crafts are just, like, fun to just, like, zone out and do something with your hands so I can see where True. she's coming She's from waiting there. for her life to begin. She's, she's like, when is it going to start? When's yes. it going to start? She's knitting stuff up. All right. Then she's going to cook. Yes. Yeah. You got to eat. You got to eat. Yeah. Yeah. Eating food Very is, like, important. number 10 on my favorite things to all do. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Now, now we're on to the afternoon. This is where she does, like, more abstract things. Dang, she got all that all done in the morning. Yeah, she's, <laughs> <laughs> she's doing some puzzles. Yeah, I like puzzles. Puzzles. Puzzles, are fun. puzzles are fun for a while. Low key mm-hmm. puzzles are good, and we need to have a puzzle night. Yeah, ooh, I feel that. We need to have a picture that we've all taken with that made it into a puzzle, puzzle. puzzle, and then do like the puzzle. That so much. It's probably yes. not that much money online. No, it doesn't. No, have that it's much. not. Yeah, that would be super awesome. And then she, after she does puzzles, she plays darts. So maybe she just couldn't figure out the puzzle. She was just like, <laughs> she was when, when, you, when you get the edge pieces done. And oh gosh, like, and then you're like, where do I go? <laughs> yeah. She sat there for two minutes and she's like, I don't know. I'm going to play some darts. Throw a dart Or maybe she's trying to decide where she wants to go once her life begins. Oh, Ooh. true. People it's are like, always it's just like, 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 No. <laughs> it's the Bermuda Triangle. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. Then we got baking. She cooks. Cooking. Yes. Now she's baking. Oh yeah, she's baking, baking is for desserts. Is, yeah. Oh, like, yeah. She made her main course. Now she needs a dessert. You need some desserts. Yep. And yeah. Then, mm-hmm. Paper and mache. A, home, a homemade dessert is extra good. Oh, okay. Yes. Paper mache. Yeah. See, paper, paper mache is fun. It's messy. Well, yeah, but Wait, she, she has all day to she clean. <laughs> I guess that's she true. started <laughs> the morning with. Do you think she's sweeping and polishing from yesterday's paper mache? Oh, she probably. That's she probably how be. it goes. That if you're sense. willing to clean yeah. every day, then paper mache is it's yeah. viable. I mean, she true. has time to clean She's every got day. All the time in the world. Paper mache is like it's a happy memory from my younger art class yes. days. Yeah, I don't remember you. what I did with paper mache. But no, but I, I did a lot. I just know that there's paste, <laughs> mm-hmm. and then there's a. It's paper. Very artsy. A lot of newspaper. Yeah. Lots of paste. Paper and, and paste. And the, sometimes they made the paste edible in case the kids were like. Oh no! They did that. Yeah. I mean, that's, some kids that's, like to eat. That's paste. actually pretty wise. I know people eat that's crayons. So yeah. It's kind yeah. of basically. It's the true. Thing. They eat crayons in the Marines. Really? Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I heard wow. about that. Yeah. And they burn decks. Yeah, mm-hmm. they burn decks and eat crayons. Marines are crazy. They are pretty yes. great. Okay. Next up, ballet. Oh, dance. I love. Dance. She has to dance. Dance is amazing. Ballet is fun. Yeah. 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 Okay. I'm I think in it's ballet. Good... Okay. How about chess? We debated chess last oh, time. Oh, definitely. <laughs> I've never played chess. You are one of, one of the few. Do you want to play chess? We. Are you, I think it, or your life is fine. I think it would be interesting. My life is fine either way. <laughs> I'm, I don't think I'm going to be a changed person after I play chess. You yeah. haven't played chess. I have though. not played chess. Wow. Though. You don't know if it's going to transform. Yeah, last time on our top ten board game podcast, I tried to. Get he kept bringing it up. I tried to get chess in the top ten, but these boys wouldn't have it. They were. I like, was in like you were in a few times. Nine or eight. And then you tried to bring it up at three, and I was like, "It's and not the third best." Game. I was like, "It's really good." I was trying to keep it like low key because I was like, "I think this is actually pretty good." Yeah, but apparently not good enough. She should play chess. Yeah, she play against Pesco. 
Oh um, yeah, she Ooh, plays against yeah. Pascal. I think yeah. she loses. Pascal's pretty yeah, good. Yeah, Pascal. Yeah, he's the chess yeah. master. All right, then we got pottery. Used to take pottery. I love, I love pottery. making pie. I'm terrible at it, but it's so good. I'd love to learn it eventually. It's really hard. It's a lot harder than you think it would be. You see people doing it, you're like, oh, that's so simple. And then you start. You get your clay. You slam it down on the thing. You gotta hold it. You yeah. gotta hold it while it's spinning, and that that's even hard. And then you, you build it up a little bit, and then it starts wobbling, and then it goes poof. I've oh. never done it on the wheel, but pottery's always wheel? something oh. that I've been, like, wanting to do. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I would it's love really to try fun. it. Dan, I, you should I give us a pottery it. class. Yes. I should ask my cousin. He made that lamp. Ooh. Whoa! That's true. That is a good lamp. Mm-hmm. He's a, a potter. Lamp. Yeah. That's his whole thing. He pots it up. And then I have another friend who is also a potter. So yes, Rapunzel should do pottery. She should pot. Should she ventriloquize? I've always been astonished by ventriloquism. Ventriloquism I, I, is I one of like the coolest things. If you put a couple minutes into ventriloquy every day, then you can emphasize the things you need to emphasize mm-hmm. and muffle things you need to muffle, and you'll get really good at it really quickly. Yes. Yeah. So this is a good list of things that you can grow at over a lifetime of just putting a little time of each day. Oh, yeah. So ventriloquism is definitely on the list. Yeah. yeah. Like, considering this year was corona, these are all things you can do when you're stuck in your house. Yes, alone. these are ideas. <laughs> That's why I was like, we should we should hone in on this for these people who are alone mm-hmm. at home. <laughs> yeah, they need to know. You need yes. to ventriloquize. And can you candle make? Candle making. I think that would be so fun. Yeah. <laughs> I would enjoy it. I don't know if I would make candles every single day. No. I want to light the candles. Fire. <laughs> Fire incense. You make a couple candles and then you go to bed. You light the candles. Like, this is peaceful. And you wake up, the candles are all gone. <laughs> Where'd they go? Don't make more candles. <laughs> that's why, where she, has, she, get that's all why the she has to make them every that's, day because yeah. she wants to light them every day. But where day. does she get mm-hmm. all the wax? It probably like reminds her of the, like, the floating lanterns okay. in the sky. And so she's, oh, like, yeah. she's like, I gotta have like my own version. Mini floating lanterns. But then have the lights. Yes. At last she sees the light. Yes. And so, how about stretch? Should you stretch? No. No stretching. No, I'm firmly yes. planted against stretching. What about sketching? Why are you firmly planted against stretching? I don't know. A few years ago, I had a friend who was like, yo, you need to stretch. And I was like, nah, I don't need to stretch. And I've lived my whole life without doing too much stretching. You've never been stretched once. I've stretched a couple times. It always hurts. And well, afterwards, I never think, wow, that was great. That's that was probably awesome. why it's at the I want to stretch again. It's probably what's well, at the end yeah. of her list. Like, she's like, I've done everything. I guess I'll stretch. It's the only <laughs> thing left. If working out's not on her list, stretching also should not be on her list. <laughs> That's true. She doesn't have working out on here. But That's true. I guess ballet is kind of a form of Ballet's, working out. Yeah. I guess if she wants to get better at ballet, if the stretches are exclusively to make her better at that craft, mm-hmm. I'm in. Okay, yeah. okay. So, but stretching for the sake of stretching is pointless. Okay, okay. So next she sketches, just more paintings. She takes a climb. <gasps> oh, I, oh, like I love climbing. climbing. Climbing up the rafters. It's, yep. That mm-hmm. sounds like a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Yes. But then she sews a dress. Important. Hey, yes. You need clothes. She needs she, more clothes. Wait, why does she sew a dress if she only wears one dress? Huh. Maybe, maybe she like maybe she makes maybe she throws them out into the wind and she's like, I hope someone gets this dress. <laughs> <laughs> she has so, a dress ministry. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She makes That's how the, she became such a kind person. But she makes the dress. And then she throws her old dress that she's worn for a day mm-hmm. and puts the, the new way. dress on. And she always uh, makes it with the same design. Yes. It's <laughs> the same dress. Every time. Just she's like, ma- I want everyone in the world to look like me. So when I get out there, so maybe she does, my dress. she does Mother Gothel's laundry, but then she makes a new dress for herself every day. So yep. she doesn't have to do her laundry. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, and that's she's genius. Like, whoever gets the dress, they're going to want some Rapunzel in it. 
You don't want to wash yeah. that out. That's like part of the dress. Yeah. Okay. I because like her hair is special. Mm-hmm. So maybe there's like a couple strands of hair on it. You want to keep those around. Oh, true. How does her hair not... Like, if her hair falls... Like, if a strand true. of if hair If it were to fall out, out, then it would be is dead. That... That's the same as cutting it, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, probably yeah. the same. But it, it doesn't seem to fall out unless it's it doesn't... triggered. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's triggered. You're triggered by that knife. <laughs> I still don't know how you cut that or hair. Because the hair is like impenetrable it no that's no, only in, it, that's, that's only in the series oh. in the series it's in the movie the yeah. hair is just totally cuttable it's just totally cuttable whoa in the movie. they they, this is why well, you yeah, like a, they cut it a bunch of times yeah yeah like, they took a leap of faith in them yeah <laughs> <laughs> yep in the series it gets more intense the hair becomes invulnerable yeah it's cutting it's, it's a super power super duper powerful but anyways so then <sighs> it ends with reading more books brushing the hair and wondering about her future. Are those all good things to do? I think so. I think, yeah. Yeah, I mean, you gotta brush your hair. If you got so all that, that hair. So it's not tangled. Oh! <laughs> that's why they didn't have to use the word tangled, because they just showed her brushing the hair. She's yeah, like, mm-hmm. it's true, it was it's never It's still tangled. just not a good name. <laughs> what is the right name, then? Like, not that. Straight? Because <laughs> the hair's not tangled. <laughs> it's probably not great. <laughs> Whatever, we'll keep thinking about it. But yeah. Yeah, why don't they just call it Rapunzel? I mean, honestly, I think that was the original plan. Uh, yeah. But then someone changed it to Tangled and nobody knew why. Maybe they couldn't so get the rights to it or something? Maybe someone Oh, that was made. probably it. Yeah. yeah, from like some old fairy tale or something. They should have just spelled it wrong. Or they probably wanted to make it more cool. Like, Rapunzel's like a confusing name. Like, it doesn't even sound like a word until you've seen the movie. True, you like, we'll give it a name so people can recognize it. <laughs> All right, cool. So she wonders about her future, and then at the end, she sings about how she wants to go out there and see those lanterns someday. Mm-hmm. And then we switch to Flynn Rider. Yeah, On the rooftop. And what this happens, Loki, one of my favorite parts. Dan, tell us about it. What do you remember? <laughs> uh, so there's this guy, Flynn Rider. He is an extremely amazing, crafty, suave man. Mm-hmm. Some may call him a thief. I think he is an opportunist. Yes. Mm. See, if things were guarded well enough, they wouldn't be able to be taken. So he is testing... I believe that this part of the movie is <laughs> Flynn Rider testing the the Corona Castle security. Mm-hmm. So he does he, well. He's on the roof, and he's got two buddies, doesn't he? Yep, the yep. Stabbingtons. The Stabbingtons, yes. who are very grotesque. Yeah, they're grotesque, and they're not they're not <laughs> like super extra smart. And whatever they try to do, they're just but they're big and strong. It's yes. true. That yeah. one thing they're good at. So they're good. <laughs> they're what? good at being scary. They're good Hen- at henchmen. I'm going to say henchmen. Henchmen. They're good they're henchmen. Because henchmen. henchmen are always just like the big, grotesque, good at implementing the poundage. I see it. Yes. I see it. Yes. But yeah, so Flynn Rider, he finds a way, and the guy's like, I'm going to come in through the ceiling. Ooh. Ooh, yep. <laughs> so the Stabbingtons are holding him with the rope, and they're letting him mm-hmm. down in through the ceiling. Yes. And he's just. He's like Mission Impossible in it. He's like, yeah. He's going down. He see. He sees that. He's going for the crown. Oh, the crown. Mm-hmm. I don't know whose crown it is. It's Rapunzel's. 
that makes sense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, because she's gone and they're guarding it, waiting for her to come back, and yeah. that's how it all connects. So yes. I, it makes sense to me now. <laughs> He's going, and he grabs the crown, and it's all good. And they're like, all right, it's going to be great. And then for some reason, the Savingtons let go of the rope. I'm pretty sure. Does that happen? It's just, it's in my no, mind. No, that's in your mind. I Dang. Think. Oh, he sneezes? he sneezes? He sneezes. No, Someone sneezes. the guard sneezes and he says, oh, hey, fever. Oh, <laughs> and then, that's and right. And then he's gone. That's right. even better than I remember. Yeah. He's, it, it, it's Stan, right? Uh, Stan? Is Stan not the guard guarding the ground? So in the series, know. they name all the guards, but I don't know if... They, I think it is. I don't know if the one in the movie was named or not, but it might have been Stan. Yeah. I'm Probably. pretty sure it's his guardian Stan. <laughs> and he comes down, he takes the crown, and he's going to make a clean getaway. The guard sneezes, and see, Flynn Rider is a very, he's a quality man. So when mm-hmm. someone sneezes, he wants to throw his bit in there and say, hey, fever? <laughs> it's like, I think I know why he's sneezing, and I might be able to help him out by letting him know why yeah. he's sneezing. He's a courteous guy. Yeah. He's a courteous man, which yeah. screws him over. Yes. Because now there's an epic chase. And we get introduced to the most noble of all of the horses. Yeah. Actually, that happens later. <gasps> but uh, we'll get back to it in a second. I'll let you talk about the chase because uh, I feel like you're passionate about it. I like the chase a lot. <laughs> yeah. So we transition back, like as Flynn Rider's running off with the crown and the stabbing fins. He's like, "It's a big day" or something. And it's only eight. Oh yeah, it's only eight in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's like, "Oh, it's a great day." I don't know what I'm thinking. It's only eight in the morning. And then she says, "This is a very great day, Pascal," or something like yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. So that yeah, that's, that's, yeah. That's, so, so it's a so really like good both eight a.m.s. It's a really good mm-hmm. parallel because as Flynn's saying, "It's a great day," I stole this thing. Rapunzel's saying, "It's a great day" because I'm gonna ask for freedom from my mother to like go out and see the lanterns. Yeah. And oh, so yeah. it's interesting because like one guy is just taking what he wants, and the other one's asking for what she wants. Mm-hmm. They have different thoughts on life. Yes, and then eventually Rapunzel learns you should just take it. Yes. <laughs> take what you want, and then ask for forgiveness. Yes, ask mm-hmm. for forgiveness. Very nice. So after that, we finally get introduced to Mother Gothel coming up. She's like Rapunzel, let down your no, hair. That's terrifying. It's yes. really scary. I feel like even the first time I saw the movie, I heard that, and I was like, I don't like that lady. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. not nice. And not so, a great lady. as she comes up, um, I think there's something like, there's something I wrote down that she says, like, basically, like, Rapunzel, I don't know how you do this every day. And then Rapunzel's like, oh, it's nothing. And then Mother's oh, yeah. like, well, then I don't then know why you take so long. <laughs> And it just like very quickly shows like how self-centered and egotistical Mother Gothel is. Mm-hmm. It's a really good villain introduction. It's so good. It is so good. <laughs> and then like after that, like she goes up to the mirror and she's like, yep. oh, I see a strong, confident, beautiful woman. Oh, oh you're here too. too. It's so bad. But it's so good at introducing how evil she is. Mm-hmm. It's very, very well done. And it's like, su- it's subtle at the same time as like, being evil because mm-hmm. like it's not like she's like i'm going to take over the world yeah <laughs> yeah exactly she's just being like goofy and egotistical mm-hmm. um and it's very clear that, like she only wants rapunzel for the healing power she doesn't care about actually the relationship yeah and so eventually when rapunzel does suppose that she wants to go and explore and like 
Um, and one thing I noticed as I was rewatching the movie too is like Rapunzel shows Mother Gothel the painting that she's done of mm-hmm. these lights that only appear on her birthday that she feels are meant for her. She's like, I and like see these lights. It's interesting because like it's interesting that Gothel had never supposedly never known about this dream of Rapunzel's before this moment. But as soon as she hears that Rapunzel's thinking about leaving, she's like no it's time yes. to close all the windows all the doors and go into a musical number <laughs> <laughs> and it's like such a sinister musical number mother knows best mother knows best and it's just so dark though like every scene of the music number like like i love the one scene where rapunzel's like lighting the candles and the god just like just, yeah. she's just like <laughs> just dousing out the light no she takes out the fire yeah that's what we're all about though exactly <gasps> we want the fire yeah so she is against the fire she just wants you to believe mother gothel is an enemy of fiery friends she is, yes yeah, that's why we're glad that she dies at the end spoilers <laughs> we're passionate about that oh yeah <laughs> it's a very passionate belief but um another thing i think oh, i lost my train of thought dan fill my fill my space Oh, okay. So <laughs> all of the light is just shut out, and it's complete darkness, and there's a musical number. And then you're left thinking, wow, I feel like she's not really a mom. I don't think a mom could really sing this song to her daughter. Mm-hmm. That would be awful. That would be so terrible. Honestly, like as you're watching this movie, it just feels so like abusive when you actually think it about is. what she's done to yeah. this poor girl. Yeah. No, it's just like an abusive mother-daughter relationship, mm-hmm. but it's not even her daughter. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Yeah. But Rapunzel is just like, oh. mom's going out, and Rapunzel's like, can you make me my soup? Oh, yep, the hazelnut soup. <laughs> yeah, she wants the hazelnut soup. Mm-hmm. Mother's like, but it's so many days away. She, she, oh, she keeps saying, three days time. Three days time. <laughs> three days time. Wait, oh, wait, you guys are skipping ahead again. Okay. Oh, we are. Okay. <laughs> Got the notes to keep it all on track. But before we go, I was going to say another thing that I noticed about, like, the whole Mother Gothel song and stuff is just that there's, like, a really big fear theme in the movie. Yes. Mm. And, like, I think that's, like, the enemy of progress in so many different areas of the movie. Like, we'll talk about it more later. But there's so many times where fear is, like, the enemy and, like, like Mother Gothel is trying to make Rapunzel afraid. And I think that's just something that comes up a lot more later. But anyways, so after this talk um, and after the Mother Knows Best song ends and... Um, they go through their little statement of like I love you more I love you most mm-hmm. um, and I actually saw one time that it was interesting that someone said that when Mother Gothel says I love you most she's like touching the hair she's not touching Rapunzel oh. <laughs> and I think that's really that's really subtle she loves to use um, yeah mm-hmm. it's so it's such a subtle thing but anyways after that then we go back to Flynn and he sees a poster now you can talk about Memorial Day oh my goodness mm-hmm. Flynn Rider sees this poster on a tree and he's like, that can never get my nose right. <laughs> yeah. It's a wanted poster and that's not what he's thinking about. He's not like, oh no, I'm wanted. He's like, man, they recognize me, but my nose just doesn't look right. Mm-hmm. And he's upset. It is not a good day for Flynn Rider. Because they, they just can't they just get, get his nose right. right. <laughs> is this where the chase happens? You got it. Yeah. Oh, yes. Tell me about the chase. Oh, there's a chase. What happens in the chase? Oh, <laughs> you don't remember? I just remember like, whoa, there's an amazing there's horse. Yes. And then... What's the horse's name? Maximus. Maximus. Yes. Does Flynn Rider have a horse? 
I mean, it's basically no. Max. This is <laughs> Max isn't his horse. Like, but like he's running. He's on the run. Yeah. yeah. He's got the crown in his satchel, and the Stabbington brothers have been ditched at this mm-hmm. point. Yeah. So he ditches. He's saying, "Screw you guys! I want this." Yeah. Crown he's for like, myself. "My house yeah. full," and then he leaves. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Yep. Yeah. He gets over he, the, the the wall, and he steals it from them, and yeah. Yeah, yeah. they're then, like, help us out. And he's like, oh, thank you, but uh, yeah, this is why the Stabbingtons eventually want revenge on Flynn Rider later. Mm-hmm. Yep, but but as he's running, he's going on this jog, and all these big horses and scary men with swords are chasing him, and he's like, well, this is not the best jog. So <laughs> eventually, he ends up by a tree with a horse, and him and the horse are both like climbing out on the edge of this tree, and then the tree collapses. Yes! Over yeah, the side of the cliff. Uh-huh. And there's just I, I like that moment because he, he's holding on and he's like this is okay and then the horse gets on and he's like this is not okay no no no, no, no. <laughs> the horse is just creeping along on this tree and he's like uh uh-uh. uh he's yep. like I mm-hmm. like you not at all and yep. please don't be near me at all and then all of a sudden he goes snap and then it's go the tree hits the ground and you see their faces go <laughs> yeah. Yep, and so they hit the ground, they split as they fall. One of them falls on one side, the horse falls away from Flynn, so he mm-hmm. loses his scent. And Flynn, he finds the secret cavern that leads to a tower. How does he even discover that? No, he just he's he trying just, to hide from yeah. Flynn, and he ends up going behind the bush that leads to the tower. True, he's just like, mm-hmm. yeah, he's yeah like, it's very what? convenient yeah. placement. But, yeah, so he ends up finding the tower, and this is something I wrote in my notes, I was like, why does he climb the tower if he's a wand criminal? I mean, he, maybe he thinks it's abandoned, but at the same time, like, there could very easily be a person living in that tower who will just immediately turn him in. So it's a very bold move to climb the tower. Actually. I mean, he's a he's a bold man. He's, yeah. He's a bold guy. He's just... It's a good hideaway. Yeah. Yeah. And he's so proud of himself when he, like, climbs up to the top, he goes in the window, and he's like, man, I'm so good, and then he doesn't know what's about to hit him. What's about to hit him? What is it's about a... to hit him? <laughs> Frying pan, <laughs> the most amazing weapon yes. of all, from our fierce queen, Rapunzel. But she doesn't know she's a queen. It's just <laughs> she just she just thinks, "Whoa, it's a guy. I've never seen a guy before." And then they have like this painting of a dude with fangs on the mm-hmm. floor. And yep, like, she's like she checks for fangs. Yeah, does she's he have like, fangs? Does he have fangs? Yeah, she wants to look and make sure he's not a fanged creature. And then all of a sudden. Um, I believe this is when Gothel's coming back. Uh, you're missing yeah, my you're first missing... like favorite three seconds of the movie. No, 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 that's after. Really? There's there's a there's a transition. So is he still asleep? Is he not waking up yet? No, so he's knocked oh, out. Oh yeah, he's, he's, he's still knocked yeah. out. He's knocked oh, out. Oh, she's checking she's the things while yeah. he's knocked out. Wait. Okay. And then she like puts him in the closet. Puts him in the closet as yeah. mother's coming back. And she's like, um, and Mother's like, I have a surprise for you. And then... Mother's like, I bet mine is bigger. (laughs) I don't think so. (laughs) Yeah. And so she comes back, and she... Mother, like, got some soup or something. And then Rapunzel's about to tell Gothel about Flynn being in her closet um, to prove that she's strong enough to go out into the world. Oh, and also, before all this, she also finds Flint's tiara and puts it on her head. And it's like, whoa, does this mean something? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And Pascal's like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't think so. I love Pascal. <laughs> nah, that's not how you use it. <laughs> don't put it on your head. <laughs> she's like, what is this? How does this work? Yeah. I don't know anything. Yes, but following the wonderful crowning of Rapunzel and all that shenanigans, um, eventually... Mother gets fed up as she's trying, as Rapunzel's trying to convince her that she should leave, and she just 
straight out says you're not leaving this tower ever in like such an affirmative way that Rapunzel gets scared out of telling Gothel about Flynn uh, which I think is a really important moment in the movie because if if Rapunzel would have told Gothel that she had a man in her closet in that oh, moment gosh. the movie would be very different yes, yes. <laughs> be quite different so yeah I know uh, Mother Gothel just took all hope of escape away mm-hmm. the thing that she's been singing about dreaming about day in and day out especially birthday to birthday and she's like, I have the most hope I've ever had. This is the outside world. I want to share it with my mother. And mother's mm-hmm. like, no. And you're like, okay, I'm going to keep it. Yes. Mm-hmm. I'm going to keep it. Yeah, and then, so then Rapunzel comes up with a plan. And she says, hey, I want this. I want new paint that will require her mother to be gone and go on a far trip away mm-hmm. to get the paint. Oh, that was three days time. Mm-hmm. Yes. Three mm-hmm. days time. And so this is when, yeah, so, so Rapunzel's very smart. She thinks with her brain. And so, and so she gets her mother to leave for three days' time so that she has the opportunity to take Flynn out of the closet and plan her escape. And so then she takes him out of the closet, and what happens there? She sets him on a chair. Yes. Ties him up. Mm-hmm. And then takes her nice little pet with a long tongue and yes. sets it on his shoulder. And then... It's from Flynn's point of view, I believe, that this is happening. Yes. And all of a sudden, his eyes open because an unknown object has entered his ear. (laughs) (laughs) And that unknown object is Pascal's tongue. Yes. (laughs) Yes. Which is just iconic. Iconic. And I don't know why, but it's my favorite moment in the entire movie. It's just a quick little... It's a little right in the ear. He's like... (gasps) And he's up, and all of a sudden... He was on top of the world, and he's climbed a tower. And the next thing he knows, there's this random tongue in my ear, and there's this frog on my shoulder, and there's a beautiful woman. Mm. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure his first moment is he wakes up, and he's like, Lady, hey, Smolder. Yeah. No, 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 Smolder comes, oh, this comes a little later. But, but it is really cool, like, because... Um, Rapunzel's just hiding in the shadows and she's like, Who are you? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is there a spotlight spotlight on him? And then I remember the exact line is, I don't know who you are, nor how I came to find you. But let me just say, Hi. (laughs) 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 Yes, and it is a a very, very dramatic high that he puts forth. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But then all of a sudden, like, he finds out that Rapunzel Rapunzel's questioning him mostly about the hair mm-hmm. um, and like what do you want with my hair and he's like all he's I want like, with your lady, hair is I to get, get out, out of it, of it. <laughs> and so she's like you don't want my hair and so then she like goes to counsel with Pascal and is like hmm like like do, do we you think trust he's telling him? the truth do we trust yeah. this guy um, and he does also say in the process that he is like he stresses out he's like where's my satchel because Rapunzel hit his satchel in the pot mm-hmm. um and so Rapunzel's like, you'll never find it. And then he's like, it's in that pot. And, then, <laughs> and, <boom. she> <laughs> and she knocks him out again, and the tongue thing happens again. And then mm-hmm. you'll never find it now. <laughs> then she never. Fi- then he never finds it. But this is when he. Uh, this is when Rapunzel decides, okay, like I'm going to tell this guy that he needs to take me on a road trip, or else I'll never get my satchel back. Mm-hmm. And. Flynn is not feeling it at first. He's he's like, I just want my satchel. Let me go. This is not worth it. I'm not I'm not liked in that kingdom. He's like, hey, Blondie. <laughs> yeah, I, I, did, Blondie. I, I just oh, want yeah. my satchel back. <laughs> yes. And so it comes down to it. And eventually he gives his last attempt. And that's when he does. The smolder. The smolder. 
and it doesn't even work. It doesn't even work. The smolder <laughs> sucks. You know, it's so funny because like everyone leaves the movie like, oh, Flynn, he did the smolder. But Rapunzel, she wasn't having it. She's like, like, no. no. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, it's an off day for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of an off day for me. It doesn't usually happen. It's kind of an off day for me. <laughs> yep. He did not succeed, and then she. Then he agreed, and she dropped him on the floor and broke his smolder. Mm-hmm. No! Very, very oh, yeah! A broken smolder is a sad man. <laughs> it is a sad, broken smolder. And so, as the smolder is broken, then um, we get a reprise of When Will My Life Begin? And she's, like, actually beginning her life. She comes out, she yes. feels the grass, the dirt, and how she dreamed they'd be. And, I feel that summer breeze the way I mean, it's, it's calling her. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> And she's completely free as she touches the water. Why did she never leave the tower? She's had hair the whole time. Yeah, but she was, like, obedient to her mother until her mother... Oh, until her mother was like, like, you have no chance at freedom. And you have to remember, too, this was, like... This was, like, you know, it was about to be her 18th birthday. This is, like, prime adolescence. Like, I'm just going to do what I want with my life, you know? Mm -hmm. (laughs) so, So she's ready to go. So... She goes out, and she leaves the tower. She sings her little reprise, and then she has an identity crisis. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes! The full oh, identity crisis. Where she's like, this is awesome! This, this is, is terrible! Best day ever! I'm this a horrible is so person. horrible! <laughs> She'll never love me! I can't go back! I have I'm to never go. going back! <laughs> yes, and she goes through all of the emotions. Is Flynn Rider tied up during this? With her hair? Or is he just, like, sitting by the tree? No, he's, no, just, he's just sitting He's just there. sitting and observing, and then eventually, like, he sees her crying by this yeah. moss rock, and he's like, you know, I picked up a few things about, you know, like, rebe- like forbidden road trip and overprotective mother, and mm-hmm. and then he tries to, like, convince her to, to, go, back. to go back to home. Go back. And he's, he's like, like, I just want my ground. We, he, we can go he's back. Like, he's yeah. like, yeah, you're just crushing her soul like a grape. <laughs> yeah. I love that part. And um, but eventually Rapunzel catches on to what he's doing, and she's like, mm-hmm. "No, I'm still gonna live my dream." And so um, then all of a sudden, the bushes start to shake, and a bunny comes out, and Rapunzel. <laughs> You're is, terrified. Of she's like, is it a ruffian? Is it a thug? Yes, she thinks it's ruffians and thugs, and then um, Flynn's like, oh. "He hears ruffians and thugs." He's like, he "Oh, you, you, we, sh- we probably shouldn't go anywhere with ruffians and thugs." And then she's like. Probably not. And then he's like, I know a great place to go. <laughs> we did, did he say we need to go eat? What was his it, transition? Uh, he, said, he said, are you hungry? Oh, I yeah. I have a nice spot in mind. Yeah. And so they're about to go to their hungry place. And but, she was like, well, I like ducklings when they got yes, there. Yes. <laughs> yes. So right before they get there, though, we get a transition back over to... the Seventons or to Mom? Um... Yeah, we get a transition. We get a chance to transition over to Max, and so Max is just Max. Yeah, so Max is just looking around. He finds posters. Oh yeah, and Gothel. This is how Gothel Gothel finds finds out that that Rapunzel's left is she finds the horse, and she's like, "Oh, it's a kingdom horse." Like, I need to make sure Rapunzel's okay. Yeah. And so she goes back to see that Rapunzel has left the tower, and she freaks out and finds the poster and the satchel in the house. And mm-hmm. that's how Mother Gothel realizes that Rapunzel has betrayed her and left. Mother upon the satchel. How could Eugene Fitzherbert's thief extraordinaire not find the satchel? Yeah, apparently, like, the way it was... It, it was in it was, the, like... Yeah, it was just, like, the light shined on the location somehow. Yeah. It was very convenient. Very plot convenient. Yes. <laughs> but she finds the satchel, and she finds the poster, and somehow puts all the dots together. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like there's, like, more moments later in the movie where I'm like, how does Mother Gothel... 
actually planned this out. This doesn't yeah, actually make no. sense at all. <laughs> There's a lot of things that happen. Yeah, mm. but we'll get there later. Conveniently. But anyways, though, so that way, and she grabs the dagger and starts to look for him. Yep. So, um, so then we get back to the snuggly duckling. Do you remember what happens in the snuggly mm. duckling? The snuggly duckling. I feel like Elizabeth should talk about this. Part. Oh, do uh, it. Everyone the snuggly, loves the snuggly duckling. duckling. It's so good. She walks in and sees these ruffians and thugs <gasps> the things that she and, didn't want <laughs> and Flynn was talking about the smell and how it's overall it just smells like the color brown your thoughts and there's blood in his mustache <laughs> Goldie look at all the blood in his mustache good sir that's a lot blood of blood, blood. <laughs> good sir and she's obviously scared yes. because it's ruffians and thugs and they start seeing the wanted poster and how Flynn is wanted and they try to get him and she's like, haven't you guys ever had a dream? He's taking me to see the lights. He's helping me with my dream. And then one of the thugs goes, I, I had, had a dream, dream once. once. Throws an axe. <laughs> at the Garfield accordion. At the Garfield accordion. And he, he just like, like, he shivers and then he's... <laughs> Yes, and then we go into probably one of the best songs in the movie. Best Might be my favorite. There's two, but that's definitely one of the best. Such a good song. Uh, Where they all talk about their dreams. Yes. Yes. It, it reminds me a lot of high school musicals stick to the status quo song. Yes. Ooh. I feel like they that's copied that. That's a good parallel, yeah. Because mm -hmm. hmm. they're all just, because of that movie, they're all just standing up on tables and they're like, I wanted to be this, but the whole high school world sees me as this person. Yes, <laughs> and it's, yeah. Entangled, they're like, I want to be this, but the world sees me as a thug and a ruffian. Yeah, mm -hmm. no, that's very true. And like, as I was talking about earlier, like the fear theme, I think like, this is like a really good shattering of fear. Cause like these people that like would normally be seen as like ruffians and thugs and crazy, yeah. like just like throughout the song they just reveal that they just have children's hearts just like anybody else yeah. and they're just like you and me and like you don't have to be afraid of people who are different or who look weird like you can just learn about them mm -hmm. and everybody's got a dream you know we all got a dream even flynn rider i got a dream. i only want to make a love connection yes oh i love that one. Oh damn and vladimir collects around make you acorns ding <laughs> Uh, and I've got dreams like you know, oh, really. really. Just it's much less touchy feely. They mainly happen somewhere warm and sunny. On an island that I own, and in rested and alone. Surrounded by enormous piles of money. <laughs> oh, Flynn. <laughs> what a man. Your dream stinks. <laughs> <laughs> Your dream sucks. I was talking to her. <laughs> yes. So they finished their amazing song about dreams, and mm -hmm. Mother Gothel so conveniently is looking in the window. Random Rapunzel's like, I'm so glad I left my tower. Yes. I guess very, there's a lot of plot convenient moments. <laughs> How did she randomly come to the Snuggly Duckling? She just heard singing from outside, and she's like, oh, singing. Rapunzel sings. I guess. <laughs> I don't know. I don't understand it. It's very, very convenient. <laughs> but anyway, so that happens, and then all of a sudden, at the end, of this amazing musical number which is really just cinematic cinematic too like, oh, I, yeah. like I just yeah. really love the end when everybody's just like you know flying on fountains yes. and yeah they're just going and, and then you got that that old grandpa guy who's got a diaper shorty oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got shorty. the mm -hmm. oh, shorty's a good guy and so all of that all like expounds in like one big Rapunzel putting her hands up on the table and then after that 
then a bunch of guards come in and they're like, where's he at? Where's Flynn Rider? And they mm-hmm. just bust down the door and Rapunzel and Flynn are hiding behind a table and the hook guy's like, let me show you the way. Yes. <laughs> this is the way. This is the way. So he, so he, shows, he, shows, he shows the way. And as he shows the way to these wonderful young lads, he's like, go live your dream. And Flynn's like, I will. And he's like, no, nah, I was no, telling you, you. <laughs> your dream sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so, talking to the lady. Yep. So then I think she gives him a kiss on the cheek, and then oh yeah, and he's like, he's Aww. like, oh. and it's they like, escape. Hey. <laughs> and all of these terrible guards are just hanging out, and they're like, mm-hmm. yeah, like they can't figure anything out because they're dumb. They're dumb yeah. guards. But then Max comes in the door. Oh. <laughs> and Max is like, he's got the nose, so he can smell. He can smell where Flynn's been. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he smells the secret passageway, and he's like gotta go um and also the guards have captured the stabbington brothers when they come in here as well which is also important because yeah. stabbington brothers immediately break free and then yeah they're like oh you know where flynn is boom <laughs> they continue in pursuit of Ryder. um and then after all of that Ryder. happens then shorty the guy with the diaper goes outside and he's just chilling and then mother gothel puts a dagger on his nose and is like <laughs> oh yeah he said somebody get me a glass because i just found me a tall drink of water <laughs> i don't even get it it's just like what are you talking about Paul? but yeah so he just, she just goes ahead threatens him and is like hey tell me where this path ends up. Mm-hmm. So that all happens, and then we cut to Rapunzel and Flynn going through the dark tunnel. They're just going yes. on a walk. And at this point, Rapunzel is like more interested in this boy. So mm-hmm. she starts asking him questions. She's like, well, Where are you from, boy? <laughs> She's like, I heard your dream. Your dream sucks. Maybe <laughs> we can help you have a, a better, better dream. dream. <laughs> yeah, so she's just very interested in Flynn. Um, and Flynn is interested in her, but he's like, I'm not allowed to talk about the hair or the mother or anything. Mm-hmm. Everything seems very yeah. touchy and off. Yeah, limits. but what he does ask her is, why didn't you leave the tower sooner if you've wanted to do this your whole life? And as she's about to not answer, that's when the chase continues. Mm-hmm. And everybody's chasing, and then they come out on this like cliffside. And on the cliffside, um, we have Flynn. He discovers a weapon. The power of the frying pan. Yes. <laughs> the power of the frying pan, baby. Yes. So he starts knocking people out with the frying pan. Yeah. Yep. He's fighting against swords. And yes. he's, he's gotta get himself one of these. <laughs> I gotta get I, me one of these. I gotta get me one of these. Everybody <laughs> needs a frying pan. And so he goes for the frying pan. And um, and then Max and him have a fight, a frying pan to sword. It's very intense. I forget, how does Max use a sword? Is it his mouth? It's, it's his, his mouth. mouth. Yep. Yes, he's a very skilled horse in yes. combat. So they do that, then Rapunzel and Flynn um, escape for a little bit. Honestly, like I feel like this chase scene is one of my least favorite parts of the movie. It just kind of feels all samey to me. I yeah. don't know. But it yeah, tra- there's nothing special about it. But, no. but it transitions to a very special moment mm-hmm. when they knock over the dam and all the water floods and they end up in a cavern they're like stuck with the water flowing up to their mouths they're gonna die it's mm-hmm. looking like they're gonna die yeah it's grim and rapunzel is very very sad she mm-hmm. is crying and she's saying i'm so sorry flynn and then all of a sudden he's like Eugene. Eugene. <laughs> and she's like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> it was like, my biggest fear. 
My real name is, <laughs> My real name is Eugene, Eugene Fitzherbert. It's <laughs> just like such a random moment. Like the first time you watch the movie, it's like, you what? <laughs> it's just so it's random. Just like I'm gonna die. This is my biggest secret. My name's actually Eugene Fitzherbert. Eugene. <laughs> Just, I love that. And then after that, then she's like, okay, I'm going to tell my secret. My biggest secret. That all I have is this useless hair that glows when, that I, glows sing. when I sing. And then he's like, what? what? You have glowing and she's hair? Like, <laughs> and then she's like, oh, yeah, oh, I yeah. can use this. <laughs> <laughs> so she does, she sings, and it glows. And all of a sudden, they find an exit, and they get out. Yeah, because it was dark. Oh, and when they were in the cavern, he... he cut his hand trying to... Oh, that's to, true. That's also very yeah, important. He's trying, that he's trying to, to dig his way take, out. Yeah. And so he cut his hand and they finally get out and it's super cool for them. And and Flynn is like shocked. He's like, her hair glows. <laughs> he's like, I yeah, can. Uh, I can. Yeah, and he's like talking to Pascal about it and Pascal's like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I've seen this my entire life. He's, and he's like, why does her hair glow? <laughs> he can't handle it. It's too much. Um, and so they're about to set up camp after that point, but we transition back to mm, the Stabbington brothers who come out the exit, which I don't get it though. Like this is another part I don't understand is like, how did they get out the exit? Cause you see them getting washed away by the water too. So how did they get to the exit portal somehow? I don't understand that at all. It's, it's never really explained, but it doesn't really matter how they got there. The only mm. thing that matters is that Gothel finds them and returns the satchel. But then she's like, do you want more? <laughs> we have something in common. And so she recruits these guys who want to get revenge on Flynn Rider. As well as get, like, something worth so much more than a crown. Which is Rapunzel. 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 Yes. So she starts manipulating these stabby guys. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we cut back to the fire, the campfire, with our main characters. And Rapunzel's like, don't freak out as she's wrapping her hair around Eugene. Because he's like, my hand hurts. Oh, my baby, my hand hurts. And she's like, oh, don't worry. And then we get the amazing incantation where she sings. And after she sings the wonderful song, then Flynn starts to freak out. (laughs) He goes... (laughs) And just, don't freak out. He speeches, don't freak out, don't freak out. He's like... Oh, I, I'm just very interested in your hair and the magical audience, but this is how long has it been doing that? <laughs> and then she's like, forever, basically. As long as I can remember. <laughs> so that's pretty amazing. And then we transition to, you know, he's very interested in her, but then she's like, Flynn Rider, tell me about you. Oh, actually, no, wait, there's something else that's really important here is that as... Rapunzel's explaining about her hair. She explains about how people would want her hair and like mm-hmm. how her mother told her that when they cut the hair, it loses its power. So she felt like she needed to be protected. And that becomes important later because this is the only time in the movie where Flynn hears about that when the hair gets cut, it loses its power, mm-hmm. which ends up being his master plan at the end. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so that's really good exposition. But we get that. And then Rapunzel wants to know about Eugene, who was just an old orphan reading books about this guy who had all the money in the world and could do whatever he wanted yeah but the interesting thing is that flynn rider in the books was never a thief he was just rich yeah but but (laughs) he adapted it but eugene was just like well i can't get rich unless i'm a thief (laughs) (laughs) like i'm an orphan the only way for me to get rich is to steal my way there yes Mm -hmm. so he took the path he needed to take but as he's about to go gather wood then rapunzel says that she likes Eugene Fitzherbert much better than Flynn Rider. 
Mm-hmm. And I agree. Do you agree, Dan? I can't even tell. Depends on the day. I feel like you really like. Yeah, I really like Rider a lot. But some days, Eugene Fitzherbert is a easy drink to it. But I also, I think seventy percent of the time, I'm like Flynn Rider. Yeah, you, yeah. You just like his personality, like when he's a bad boy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Why I love it so much. It's like one of my iconic moments. I'm like, oh, this is a bad guy. I get to follow him the whole movie. He's cool. like a nice, a nice bad guy. Yeah, see, I'm all about the reform bad guy. Me too. It's all That's, about yeah. being reformed. I, I'm a. <laughs> I'm usually a Paul guy, but in this one, I think I'm a Flynn Rider boy. Mm. Oh, man. <laughs> okay, okay. I see, I see. So, let's see. Um, so, after this, as Flynn's going to collect the wood, Gothel shows up out of nowhere again. Mm. More, convenient. more convenient out of place just showing up. How does she know where her daughter is? Hmm? Nobody no, knows. knows. Nobody knows. So she shows up and she just threatens her daughter and well her not daughter. <laughs> her Rapunzel and yes. her hair. It says we're going home and when Rapunzel refuses to go home and here's the other thing, it's like what if Rapunzel just accepted to go home? Then Gothel recruited these guys for nothing. Like That's I true. feel like a lot of this is just like the order of things is so bizarre. And yeah. it's like mm-hmm. how did the stab guys actually like how did she know what Rapunzel like it's very much like convenient. Very plot convenient. Yes. Right? But it's a good story. No so it's worth it. But anyways, um, yeah, this version of Mother Knows Best is super dark, though. It like, is. especially at the end when, like, Mother's basically just saying, like, yeah, no one would ever love you. Like, you think he would love you? Yeah. That's horrible. Like, That's speaking to, like, a lot of people's, like, biggest fears in life. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it just gets, like, super even more abusive than it was the first time she sang it. And so... And she's like, if he's lying, don't come crying. Mother knows best. And it's like, it's like, wow. It's like super dark. And then Eugene comes back and he's like, do you think I'm going to get super strength in my hand? (laughs) Superhuman good looks. Always had him. Born with it. Born with it. And she's just like, ah, I'm traumatized. (laughs) Yep. So that's pretty crazy. Um, So then the next morning comes. And it's Rapunzel's birthday. <gasps> Yay! And Eugene's sleeping, and he wakes up with a bunch of slobber on his face. <laughs> <laughs> From our neighborhood friend, Max. Max! <laughs> and we get a very aggressive fight until Rapunzel steps in, and she's like, Boys, 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 boys. boys. <laughs> it's it's, it's kind of my birthday. Oh, yes. <laughs> so can you, like, not chase him for a day? <laughs> so and he's like, hmm. He's like, uh, okay. I guess. Okay, I guess we'll make a truce. We'll do it for the lady. And another thing I actually, like, wrote down somewhere that I really like about this movie is just that um, Rapunzel's, like, a very different kind of Disney princess for, like, what, like, the older movies had. Like, you mm-hmm. had people like Ariel, who are more, like, damsel and distressy yeah. and stuff. But Rapunzel, like, throughout this entire movie is very, like, independent. Oh, yeah. And she does a lot of, like things that are a good role model for a princess like mm-hmm. i think like i always say ariel is like the worst like role model of any disney princess <laughs> that's true like <laughs> don't actually be ariel but rapunzel that. the reason why tangled is so much better is because it like gives you someone that you can actually be inspired by and be like yes. this is someone i can look up to and 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. You want to do some ballet, some cooking, some baking, some mm-hmm. painting, read a book or two or three or four, and then a fifth one in the afternoon. Yeah, and if you have to fight, do it with a frying pan. Exactly. Yeah. Frying pan <laughs> fighting is the best kind of fighting. Exactly. People just get stunned. They don't get killed. That's true. Mm-hmm. Just knocked out. Yeah, but the, the thing is, there's this good balance, though, where she's independent, but she's not, like, she still, like, is dreamy, and she's still mm-hmm. girly, and she's still, like, you know, wants to have love and all those cute things, too. Yeah. So it's, like, a really it's good a really, balance yeah. that is super relatable and really cool. Um, but anyways, so they're coming in to the festival, and all the kids braid Rapunzel's hair because it's super infinitely long. Mm-hmm. And as they're braiding the hair, um, we get this big montage of just dancing enjoying the festival oh it's my favorite song yeah it doesn't have any words but it's just yeah it's it's really good it's just so good it just brings good feels to you as you just hear this song you're just so happy and you see rapunzel and And it's like she's she's living out her dream um in corona in corona Corona. yes not afraid of corona she's embracing corona yes and that's how it ought to be she's home yes where she's always been meant to be but she never knew does she dance with the people before saying hey mom and dad it's me what do you mean yeah she comes back to town and she just shows up and dances with people before like well the thing is she doesn't know who she is at the time and one of the most important point one of the most important scenes of this dance sequence is when she's looking at the stained glass window Mm -hmm. and she sees the picture of herself as a baby and the dots haven't connected in her head yet that this is for her um and so she's dancing and she's having a great time with Flynn, but she doesn't realize that this whole festival is being thrown for her. for her. Yeah. yeah. And so that's really that's powerful. Um, but then we end the festival scene and we get to where Flynn's going to take her out on a boat to the middle of the lake. Mm-hmm. He throws Max some apples that might have been stolen. <laughs> um, <laughs> we don't know. We don't know. And they get out to the lake. And this is probably my favorite scene of the movie. It's so good. When they're just sitting out on the lake. And again, like it brings back that theme of fear where Rapunzel, like right before the lanterns come up, she says that, like, I'm terrified. Like, I've been dreaming my whole life for this moment. Like, what if it's not everything I dreamed it could be? Oh, no. And she gets scared at that possibility. Um, but then Flynn's just like, come on, it will be. It's going to mm-hmm. be good. And then she's like, well, then what? Because there's also that scary thing of like, what if like everything I've lived my whole life for happens? Yeah. Then what do I have left? And then Eugene's just like, oh, that's when you get to dream a new dream. dream. <laughs> and it's just like, that's just so exciting. And it's so cool. And it's so relatable. Like mm-hmm. that part specifically to me has just really spoken my relationship with God a lot because there's been so many times when I had this dream or I had this cool thing that I want to get to do and he's done it. And it's been yeah. so good. Um, but sometimes I've gotten lost in that and I've been like, whoa, that cool thing happened. Now what do I do? And sometimes it's hard to get that new dream, but just remembering that there are always new dreams to be dreamt and mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. amazing things to do. And it's so cool how in this movie they find each other and they're like, you're yes. my new dream. It's, just, it's so romantic. It's so romantic. Uh, and so as they're about to mm-hmm. have that dream happen um, and they have that conversation and it cuts to the parents just crying and like as they're about to li- light out the first lantern and that's just like a really mm-hmm. emotional scene because they've just been doing this for 18 years and yeah, in some ways like every year they're just like oh in some ways yeah, it's just like it's just like in some ways it's just super crazy that they committed to it for so long oh, yeah. like 18 years of like tribute to this lost daughter 
and hoping that someday maybe she'd come back. But at this point, they were probably pretty hopeless. It's like, kind of it's kind of like God with us. Mm-hmm. He's like, like prodigal whoa, son story. That's so true. Yeah. Every day, come back. Yeah, come back. And he just wants us to come back to him. He just yeah. wants us to return home. And there's just he's like, he's lighting these lanterns. He's like he's sending us lights. He's like he's sending us lights to guide yeah. us back mm-hmm. to him. Mm-hmm. And he's not gonna force us back to him. Mm-hmm. And he's, he's like gonna, I'm just I'm here. He's like I'm here. I'm here. It's safe. It's okay. I love you. I yeah. miss you. Please come, come home. Yeah. Exactly. It's it's so it, he's saying there is a place ah, for you. If you this is why this is the place. There's so many metaphors that. Right, gospel. Oh, Straight yeah. gospel. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I was watching it, I just made a list of like all of the things that were like revelations so from God. Jesus. So yes. like, oh. uh, So after the parents let off the lantern, then they go into the song, and I, I, I cry every single time I watch this song. Every time, like last night at three a.m., I was crying. I was just like, I can't not cry during this song. Such a good song. Because it's just so powerful, like just how they see the light and like. um it's just like especially Flynn's part it makes me so happy where he's just like you know all these days I've been chasing after something else but now I see what's actually important Mm -hmm. and like in this movie it's like Rapunzel but like in the context of relationship with God like parallels like when we're chasing after like the things of this world Mm -hmm. we're chasing after things that don't matter they're novelty yeah yeah but then we find what really matters and that's that relationship with him that true love that we can only find with him and it's so powerful oh yeah it just gets me every time. Me too. Uh, it's so good. It's so, so good. Mm. As the song's ending, they're about to go in for a kiss. And then Flynn sees over his shoulder this guy in the distance with a lantern. <laughs> and he's like, I have to repent of my bad ways. Yeah. He's got like this really good heart. It's, you can tell that he's changed. Mm-hmm. He's ready to become a good man. And so they go out, and he's like, Rapunzel, wait, I'm just gonna go do something real quick. And he takes the satchel, and Rapunzel trusts him. She's like, okay. And then he goes to the Stabbingtons, and he's like, hey guys, uh, you know what? I'm sorry for all my bad I've done in my life. Here, just take this. We'll yeah, call yeah, it. I don't know. Because during, during the song, too, she, like, showed him the satchel. Yeah, that's true. Like, like, I have this. True, in the middle of the song. That's a really I was just going to say, and, where did he get the satchel? And then he, like... <laughs> that's true. Yeah, that's a powerful moment of the song. And then he, like, pushed it away. Yeah, sometimes I miss that part because I'm crying. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, he's got the satchel. Not cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, yeah. Yes, but that is such a good... Yeah, and it's, and it's powerful because, like, what you said, that he just... It shows that he doesn't care about that anymore. Mm-hmm. Right? To say that, like, you know, it doesn't matter. All that matters is you. Romantic. So cute. Uh, so anyways, mm-hmm. um, so he tries to repent of his ways, but the brothers don't want the satchel anymore. Like, now we're past that. They want the girl. <laughs> so they, so we don't actually see them mug him no. and tie him up. Which, again, I feel that's kind of plot convenient. Because I feel like he would have struggled, at least to some extent, (laughs) before getting beat down. But I guess they're two big, strong guys. So maybe it's a little believable. They're the Stabbingtons. They're the Stabbingtons. So they come out. They do. And they're ready to kidnap Rapunzel and put her in a pouch. And then Gothel comes, conveniently, as the hero, and whacks them. And maybe with a frying pan. I guess we didn't see her knock them out. But I think it was actually like a pole or something. It was something. Whatever. It doesn't really matter. But she knocks him out. And pretends to be this hero that saved Rapunzel from these men and this horrible man that's floating away in a boat and 
played with her heart just for the satchel and in this moment Rapunzel is devastated because she's like was it all a lie like was this man playing me the whole time and it's just it's a really sad moment for her Mm. like everything that she thought was this amazing thing just came crumbling down Mm -hmm. and it feels like it was a lie yeah Mm. (sighs) big sad big sad big sad oof but then she goes back home with Gothel and oh Eugene he docks like the boat gets into shore mm-hmm. and as the boat goes into shore Eugene um, is captured by the guards and Max catches wind of it he sees that oh no this man he's in trouble I gotta find my friends mm. so he goes out to the snuggle duckling and he goes and tells them all <laughs> that this man is in trouble right? mm-hmm. so as Max is doing that then Rapunzel gets home with Gothel and Gothel is just continuing to tell Rapunzel the world's a sucky place you're just gonna get hurt if you go out there just stay here forever blah 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 and Rapunzel for some reason she has a cloth that has the picture of the sun on it I don't know if she, what, if that, she probably got it at the festival probably at the festival yeah. I don't know if they ever show her getting it but yeah. yeah she just conveniently has it and then she's looking at it and she's like sun and then she looks at all her pictures and she sees suns everywhere mm-hmm. and then she's like whoa sun I'm the son. I'm the one. I'm, mm-hmm. It's me. And she gets like a flashback to like the picture, the like mural or whatever it was mm-hmm. of her. Yeah. So she's That's like, oh. Yep. And she gets a flashback of like when she's wearing the crown and she gets mm-hmm. the flashback of like when she was a baby looking at her little crib. She and connects yeah. it all. All the dots connect in like a single instant and then she like trips and she's like, whoa, I'm the princess. Mm-hmm. And she, she's like, mother? should I even call you that anymore and that's when it gets real because then mother's like you want me to be the bad guy now I'm I'm the the bad bad guy guy. (laughs) and it's interesting because that's like the last scene you see of her before she has Rapunzel conveniently tied up later either too so that's like Mm -hmm. another convenient thing where it's like they didn't actually see them fight and somehow Rapunzel got her or somehow Gothel got Rapunzel tied up which doesn't seem that believable because I feel like Rapunzel would have a lot more strength but but whatever it's gonna be for the plots Mm -hmm. but anyways then we cut back to Eugene who's about to get murdered and he finds the Stabbingtons in jail and finds out from them that everything was Gothel and so he tries to escape and all Gothel and Max brings all his help to assist in the escape. And as he's assisting in the escape, then Flynn goes flying. Um, they told him, <laughs> Flynn, to, he flies. They told him yes. to keep his knees apart. And then he lands on Max and he realizes Max did all this good stuff for him. And he's having this emotional moment where he's like, maybe we misunderstood each other. Oh, yeah. And Max is just like, we should probably go. Let's just get out of here. We don't need a bonding moment right now. He's like, I'm not trying to bond. I'm trying to save the lady. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so as they're dashing, Dashing through the kingdom. And one horse. I'm on and horse. one horse. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's it. Just one horse. Just one horse. So they dash all the way to the kingdom, and then Eugene gets to the tower, and he's like, that's on your hair. And the hair comes down, and he's like, Rapunzel, I'm going to see you again. I'm so excited. And then he comes in the window and immediately gets stabbed. Mm-hmm. And this is where we come full circle to where he died like, at the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's like, this is a story about how I died. And then you remember that he said that but yeah I never remember I never remember honestly it's so it's so well done because they spoil the whole movie in the first 
second yeah. but then they're like then you forget about it and it's really well done because like there's a lot of movies now that have twist endings and stuff like that mm -hmm. but this ending like you can't even call it a twist no. ending at least the fact that he died you can't call it a twist ending because they tell like, you hey, I'm gonna die yeah. <laughs> yeah but there's the twist that comes in a few seconds but what, what I thought was really powerful watching this part at the end is just that like um there's this point of like both Rapunzel and Flynn are like laying their lives down for each other mm -hmm. in this really powerful way yeah. where it's like um, like Rapunzel is begging Gothel like just let me heal him I'll like be your slave for the rest of my life mm -hmm. I'll basically give up my life mm -hmm. if you let me give him life and yeah. it's just like this really powerful moment that like reminds me of scripture where it says like there's no greater love than to lay down life for your friends yes I wrote down that exact scripture <laughs> yeah. when, I was, when I was doing it and mm -hmm. it's just it's so powerful as that's happening um, and then you have Eugene, who um, is essentially willing to do the exact same thing for Rapunzel, mm -hmm. because when he cuts her hair, like a few moments later, like he's he doesn't, like, he doesn't know, know that, that the healing power is coming back. Yeah. yeah, he's like, I am going to die, but, but she, she wants... will not be a slave forever. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he wants her to have life, um, and it's just really powerful when you think about it. And like, it's yeah. super cool that they had their happy ending, but like. The fact that he was willing to go to that point where if, even if there was no happy ending for him, he wanted it for her. It's mm -hmm. just so powerful. It's so powerful. Uh, and that's, uh, that's incredible. That is love. It is love. But he resurrects because, yeah. Because tears are tears. powerful too. The power of tears and the power The power of, of I think it was just like the love that she had for him. Mm -hmm. And that's like, that's what brought it back. Yeah, and so it brought Jesus back too from the dead. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, the power love. of love. Yes. And it's like that love that He has for us, it brought Him back, and it gives us new life, and it's just super cool. Oh yeah. So, it's super awesome. And like when we lay down our lives for Jesus too, like He mm -hmm. is able to give us new life. Like, it's, yeah, it's the thing of like surrendering know. our lives mm -hmm. to Him, and He will give us life and that's so good yeah <laughs> like it's such yeah it's like he who loses his life will gain it and he who or no it, yeah whoever loses their life for his sake will find it and mm -hmm. that's like i love that scripture so much yeah it so is a lot true. like it is a lot like flynn when he like laid down his life for her and then ends up resurrecting yeah and then he finds his yeah. life and he finds his life and he's like living in he the palace he finds his life in yeah. Rapunzel and he like finds his wife. he actually finds, <laughs> he his, finds his wife <laughs> his life and wife he <laughs> finds it all <laughs> all in one fell moment it's so powerful yes. and beautiful and good ah mm. uh, yeah because then Rapunzel truly knows that he loves me for me and not for my hair exactly because mm -hmm. yeah. her whole life she's been told that her hair is like the only or she's like that's true. it's been implied that her hair is only mm -hmm. the only important mm -hmm. thing about her yeah so when he chooses he's like yeah i like you more than your hair it's honestly mm -hmm. such a bold move even like from like a creative standpoint of like the people who made the movie like there's very few movies where such a drastic change happens in the main character from beginning to end yeah. like rapunzel is her hair like in the like in the fairy tales that were written before the movie came out like that was just what rapunzel was mm -hmm. so like the fact that disney was bold enough to take a character that in mythology has always had hair and just say like let's that's cut her hair that's off it. yeah <laughs> like, she's a person that's like super cool yeah and it really is a super cool story and it shows that she can't put her identity in her hair mm -hmm. she's got to put her identity in her 
herself. Yes. And in her love. And in her love for for God. (laughs) Her love for the person who sacrificed himself. Yes. Which is God. Which is God in this Yeah. In this this metaphor. Myth metaphor. I I lost point of the metaphor. Yeah. (laughs) But also like Yeah. But there's also like really beautiful love and just like the the fact that they like, you know, as people too. Like I mean obviously like God is the ultimate love, but it's also like a good example of the kind of love a husband and wife should have for each other sometimes too. Is that kind of love where it's like willingness to sacrifice one another. Obviously we can't relate to that yet Mm because we're not married. But we do Mm. have the beauty of God. That we can always relate to that love. Oh, come mm-hmm. on, and it's the greatest love of all. Yes, mm-hmm. so good. So, anyways, you get to the end scene, um, where they're just hanging out, and we actually we didn't talk about Gothel dying. We just kind of skimmed over that, but that oh, happens. Yeah. She falls that out happens. the window, she, and she doesn't and even like die. She just dis- yeah, she disintegrates yeah, into just dust as she's falling, and it's just this really intense it's moment because really about the power of the sun drop. It makes you wonder how many years she's so doing old. She's been using the sun trap for so long. Yeah. Because even before Rapunzel was born, she was like going to it. Just using the it. flower, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So she, she could have technically been decades. It's been more than years. Yeah. So yeah. So she had a long, long life. And the sun trap is so old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which maybe maybe that's how she had like all these plot convenient moments where she knew exactly what to do. Like maybe she was just really old and had wisdom about she's maybe her life. yeah about sensing the world I don't well when know. you're that old you gotta be super wise yeah <laughs> i don't think you can walk through life without, <laughs> without being wise. Yeah. yeah so that was that was convenient but it was good so she finally died and we were all happy because we wanted her to die because mm-hmm. she put out the fire at the beginning remember yeah we're like hey we're fiery keep the <laughs> yes fire. keep the fire burning mm-hmm. so um so we get to the big finale scene where everybody has their happy ending that guy becomes a pianist that guy finds love that's right yeah. they all get their dreams yeah the mime no one knows if he feels and satisfied, they, they reunite but... rapunzel and her parents oh wait oh yeah actually yeah. well wait good that, go back to that, that happens scene. yeah that good that happens that's, before the finale that's good but honestly i think that's one of my favorite scenes of the whole movie too it's so great because i just love the part where they welcome eugene into the hug yes. that's like one of my favorite moments and and, like our daughter's back and it kind this of like too. it kind of echoes like what you were saying about like the prodigal son too like mm-hmm. this rebel like i mean he was literally like the one who stole the tiara like he used to be like a criminal in their country yeah but like he is received you're family. instantly forgiven yes mm-hmm. your debts are forgiven washed away you are part of our family yeah mm. welcome you and it's just so, so amazing good. how he's brought in and like everything that he's done in the past is let go and he's able to become a part of that family mm-hmm. it's so good <sighs> uh, yeah, and just the hug was like so powerful because <laughs> it was such like a family hug. yeah it's like, like 18 years in waiting yeah. and then it happens and it's just so <laughs> so good oh my gosh so we get that and then we get to the part where everybody's dreams come true and um and max runs the guard yeah and then pascal he just is pascal he's, he's always pascal and mm-hmm. then at the very end then they talk about how after years and years, years of and asking and asking, asking i finally, finally said yes, yes. <laughs> eugene, eugene. <laughs> Just kidding. I asked her. Yeah. Yep. And so then they live happily, happily ever, ever after, after. And Shorty flies by on oh, a balloon yeah. <laughs> with a little Cupid arrow. Yes. <laughs> and you get to the credits. Mm-hmm. And that is Tangled. Ah, oh, such a good movie. It's a good one. 
Yeah. I feel like I relived it. Isn't it great? I know, right? I was like, we need to relive this. It's the 10 year anniversary. It's a good time. Yes. Is it this year or is it? It was this year, yeah. Today. 2020. Uh, The actual date is um, November 14th, I think. Okay, so close. That's close. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty close, yeah. Yeah, I saw a video about it like a few weeks ago and I was like, that was how I got the idea of like, this is a good podcast topic because it's relevant. And also, Corona is relevant. Yes. So, <laughs> quarantine is relevant. We, mm-hmm. When we were watching the, the TV show, they talk about Corona a bunch, and I was just like, man. Corona, <laughs> so relevant. Yep. Yeah, they really did predict it. I don't know how, but it was pretty amazing. It would be crazy if this was like all like a government scheme. <laughs> Dude. Like, they like, were like, let's release this movie, and then 10 years later. <laughs> they planned this. <laughs> Probably, it's probably what happened. That's <laughs> like, we're yeah. missing. We want the movie to come back. Definitely, we're gonna nudge people in the right we're gonna, direction. We're gonna make the world the movie. And we're like, welcome to Corona. Corona everywhere. Is that the name of the movie? Is Corona if the movie should be named? Yeah, we we have to decide name? what the better name is. Um, yeah. hmm. I think Corona. I mean, Corona is just the name of the place. I feel like it's yeah. probably not the best title. A girl from Corona. <laughs> oh man, what is a good title it's for good this movie? Title. It's like maybe like I think Pascal because he's the real star. Oh yeah, it's all just... about Pascal. Or they could say, Pascal's or it could be like Aladdin, where they name it after the guy, and it's just called Eugene, you... and you have no, no idea why until no, the middle. It has to be hidden. That's true. It yeah. wouldn't it be a plot be a twist. <laughs> true. It wouldn't be a plot twist. <laughs> That's I'd true. watch a movie called Flynn Rider. Flynn. <laughs> Just Flynn. You guys see Flynn? You guys no. see Aladdin? No, I don't like that. No. I don't like that. Hmm. Flynn Rider and a couple other people. Hmm. A Flynn Rider and a couple other people. <laughs> How about Shorty's Grand Adventure? Shorty's barely in the adventure. <laughs> yeah, but he's at the end. <laughs> true, he does hold the arrow. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I might have to go back to the drawing board on that one. It's all about dreams, so maybe something about like dreams. dreams? Ooh, I, I kind of like that. Um, they could just call the whole movie "I Had a Dream." Oh. I had a dream. <laughs> hmm. That's I I I kind of like that. I had a dream. I had a dream. I got I some had dreams. A dream once. <laughs> I got some dreams. Oh yeah, I got some I dreams. I got some dreams. <laughs> <laughs> I just I really like the theming of just like I feel like the theme that runs through the whole movie is just like that theme of like f- like overcoming fear too and just mm-hmm. like overcoming like like cuz the whole movie at the beginning like Rapunzel's supposed to not go out into the world and like she's mm-hmm. supposed to think these ruffians mm-hmm. are like scary but they're they're actually nice and like it's the person who pretended to be nice to her whole life who was actually scary and mm-hmm. so it's just like there's so many like upside down things in the movie yeah. like which i don't or, know how that translates into a title but it's also it's also like a movie where she's finding her way home so maybe like mm-hmm. coming home mm-hmm. whoa or like Ooh, coming home something like that yeah something fancy Ooh, i like it <laughs> coming home R- Rapunzel homecoming. homecoming. Or Rapunzel's homecoming. <laughs> like or, Spider-Man homecoming. Or it could be it could be home yep. is where the hair is. 
Actually, I guess it's like the opposite, it's, right? Because it's, like, it's, it's like when she loses her hair. And and then she her heart is her person. Yes. How about the movie is Screw the Hair, Love the Guy? <laughs> Wait. What? Screw the Hair, Love the Guy. <laughs> that's it. Or they could just call it Magic Tears. <laughs> but that would spoil the ending, too. How about Frying Pan? There you go. You're getting somewhere now. I, okay, I, I kind of like it a little more. Mm-hmm. Frying. I think frying. You're getting it somewhere. Mm. Hmm. How about we just spell frying slightly differently? Yes. I think we should spell think... frying T-A-N-G-L-E-D. Ooh, yes, yes, probably, I like it. That's probably how they came up with it. I like it. That's mm-hmm. exactly how they came up with it. Wow. They were like, how can we make frying just a little bit different? Yeah. <laughs> and then they were like, tangled. Yes. Dang. There you have it. Wow, we just figured out the creative process of everyone who ever worked on this movie. Now we have to work at Disney. Oh, I know, yes. right? You hear that, Disney? Welcome aboard. Call us. Call if, us. If you think you have a better name than Tangle, then you should tell us in the comments. That we don't have. In the comment section below. Yes. Like and subscribe. Yes. Yes. A sub would be I sublime. Love, I love a good sub. <laughs> oh, I love subs. Yeah. So, so, <laughs> so let's talk about a few of the best ups. Like, what's the best song in the movie? What do you guys think? I love I Had a Dream. Yeah. But... <laughs> I see the light is a classic. Yeah, those are the two I keep going back between. Like, I, I, I mean, I don't think I can pick, not pick the one I, I cry every time. <laughs> I don't think I can pick one though because uh, I remember, because, like, in my one of my very first auditions ever, ooh. I sang. How, when will my life begin? Uh, I could see like, it. Yeah, that lady said place. you sing like Rapunzel. So. That's so good. It's a place in my heart. Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're, all the songs are just so good. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I had a dream. Just I had a dream. Mm-hmm. But no. Dan's favorite song is the festival song. I know. No it's way. Way. <laughs> <laughs> it, those are my top two: it's the Sunday Duckley song and the festival song. It's but I agree. Fun. I had a dream. A There's take. something like about it. it. Mm-hmm. It's just so good. It starts it's out kind of calm, and then all of a sudden, <laughs> yeah. And it just, it, yeah. It's like it kind of gives me like Gaston vibes. If like Gaston. the people in Gaston's Gaston. pub were actually good people, yes. <laughs> like you know, and that's what and makes like, it so much better. Yeah, I love that you see just like these men, and they're just so like, childlike, childlike, and, fun. and happy. They're like yeah. we My just passion. like to like, it's be like, alive. It's yeah. like watching someone talk about what they're most passionate about like you just see their eyes light up and you're like yeah exactly you like that it's like a whole song about being passionate about things it's basically Mm -hmm. like it's it's this podcast podcast in a song song. (laughs) (laughs) it's perfect that should be our intro song dude we should just open every like episode with I had a dream. I got a dream. <laughs> I got a dream. I got some dreams. I got some dreams. Yeah. Unicorns. <laughs> ding, ding. <laughs> ah, yes. All right. Favorite character. Who's the best character in the movie? Flynn Rider. Yeah. <laughs> Rider. Um. You might be right. Eugene is great. 
I, I don't really Eugene like him as Flynn Rider, though. Honestly. I like him better as Eugene. I, don't like I know him. you're a Flynn Rider. To be honest, like, the Flynn Rider segments at the beginning of the movie kind of annoy me. Like, the rooftop scene, I'm just like, this I is so I think he's lame. so funny. I don't know, man. He's just he's so cunning. I'm just creative. ready for him to become mm-hmm. Eugene. I'm like, hurry up. <laughs> hurry up and almost die so you can change your name. <laughs> I can't get used to a view like this. <laughs> yeah. Yep. I'm used to it. Guys, oh. I want a castle. <laughs> oh my gosh. He's he Flynn is really good, but I do love the transformed <sighs> Eugene and the romantic side of me is like Eugene. I mean he's better transformed, <laughs> but I love him more as Flynn Rider. <laughs> oh my gosh. What about Rapunzel? Gosh. I like Rapunzel a lot too. I Rapunzel yeah. like you yeah. said, she's like a I really said, good she's awesome. Model. I think she's the best Disney princess probably of them all. She's the best character in the movie. She's got the biggest heart. She mm-hmm. loves the best. She has the powers. Yeah. yeah. The movie's all about her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah, she still has flaws too, which is yeah. good. And it's like, because, you know, there's some characters that are like way too perfect where you can't relate to them, but she's mm-hmm. like the perfect combination of perfect and imperfect. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I really like her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Super good. And Mother Gothel is a good villain. One of the better Mother Disney Gothel villains. is a really good Even villain. though, like, she just conveniently shows up, like, seven times when it doesn't make That's any sense. That's what makes her good. <laughs> yeah. She, you, you don't question it. You're like, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You're like, oh, yeah. She's there. That's yeah, Mother Gothel. She, yeah, she unless you're, like, analyzing things, like, super critically. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, it just feels like, She's like just it there. makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> so that's really good. And then Pascal and Max are decent animal sidekicks, too. Yes. So. Not as good as... My all-time favorite Disney animal sidekick is Mushu. Mushu! He has personality. He has personality. Yeah, and it's because he can talk. Like, well, most of them yeah. can't talk. So that's kind of an advantage. That's the thing, too. Mushu's like, <laughs> cool. But, like, Pascal and Maximus are really... Yeah, they do their they're job solid. pretty decent. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's, it's just such a good movie. Yeah, there's so many all-around just great parts. Mm-hmm. It's a movie I could watch many times, and I have. Mm-hmm. Yes, and I have. <laughs> and I have. Dan, do you want to watch it again? Tonight. Tonight? Okay, after Bible study. Yeah. We're going to watch more Tangled. <laughs> oh, no. And then Elizabeth's going to go home and binge the whole series after this. Yes. yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Because the series is actually amazing. It's too. actually good. It's so good. Oh, my gosh. I'm excited to watch it. Yeah, it's funny, too, because like, the series is all like can-drawn animation instead of CG. So like, it takes getting used to at first, but after you watch the series for so long, going back to the original movie is so weird. It's true. <laughs> Like, I don't remember them looking like that. Yeah. But I actually really like the series style, too. Like, some people don't like the series because of the style change. But Yeah, at first, I was turned off completely. Yeah. I was like, yeah. this doesn't feel right. And then I started watching it. I was like, oh, it's actually really good. It's still the and same you get characters used to it. and the same voices. And the songs in the series are so good, too. Like, I play them all in my car all the time. <laughs> the buddy song. Uh, the buddy song. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> the theme song's gonna get you going, though. Oh, I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, the wind in my hair. Uh, so good. Man, I love having wind in my hair. But it's been good, man. This has been yeah. a good podcast. I have enjoyed it quite. Have you? Good topic. You think it was good? I good little call. It was fun. I'm mm-hmm. glad. I'm yes. Glad. Yes. And next time, you will surprise me with something, I'm sure. Oh, yes. And then, who knows? Maybe we'll have a new guest. Maybe we'll have a return of an old one. Anything can happen. <laughs> Everything's possible. Yes.
This is when you wish upon a star Makes... Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember the rest. <laughs> Anything can happen. Anything can happen. Anything can... Anything can happen. The song's almost... I forgot what it was. <laughs> it's very nice. But it has been good. It has been... Muy fuego. And we will be back next time with what you said. More fire. More fire. Mm-hmm. More, fire more fire. More passion. It might be about yes. movies. It might be about games. It might be about Jesus. Maybe it'll be a movie that's also a game and about Jesus. Whoa. Who knows? If that exists, that's what it'll be about. <laughs> it could be like the American Bible Challenge, that one game show network show oh. where it's like... Whoa. Jeff Fox. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe we'll podcast about that next time. It's possible. You don't know. Passion. It's, it's, it's passionately possible, but we will find out next time. So until, until next then, time, keep, keep the, the fire, fire burning. burning.